Mitch Thompson with us here on 365 Sports and Sikkim365.com. Mitch, uh, you came in last year and in the the kind of uh, brave, scary, whatever new world of college athletics where a roster can flip completely over in a year and had to navigate all that, what would you say is the most progress you've made on building the team from last year to this year with retention, with bringing in transfers and having to navigate this, this kind of crazy new way things are done. It truly is crazy new way. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but thankfully, you know, my staff is a group of guys that are just hard at it, man. I mean, they want to work, work, work. And, uh, you know, we, we, we feel like we've, we've made some serious progress in doing that. I mean, uh, we've got, you know, basically we've got 25 new players on our ball club right now uh, that are out here trying to trying to make the team, and um, so we brought in a we, we brought in a bunch of guys and, and helped flip the club a little bit, and we're excited about what we see out there so far. With 25, you obviously know, you know what what some of their skill set is, but how long will it take you to know, you know, who they really are? Well, we're going to go through this fall and start to figure out roles and who, who fits where and who's capable of, you know, on the mound, who's capable of being a starter for us, who's capable of being, uh, you know, situation, situation left-hander, uh, and start to, you know, who, who, can, who can be at the back end of the games. We'll start to figure out roles and things like that throughout the course of the fall and, and, and start to, you know, put the team together. The thing you have to have to, to really make that go is you have to have competition. And and we feel like we've we've definitely bumped up the competition that we're going to see from our guys throughout the course of the fall. Um, you know, compared to, to last year, and and you know, I'm excited. Uh, I'll be real excited. You know, we're fighting a few injuries right now. Uh, if we can get some guys back on the field here for the rest of the fall, it'd be really good because it'd be, it, it just up the competition even more. Um, but, um, you know, the, the roles will all start to get set throughout the course of the fall. We'll be practicing now until basically, you know, right around the first of November and, uh, and then, uh, then be hitting the off season after that. So there's a lot, a lot to learn here in the next six, seven weeks. How much did your experience in JUCOs for the, for the last several years before you came back to Baylor help you in this situation where you can have a season when you were at MCC where you have a, a good team, a team that maybe you weren't, but you know, their two years of eligibility are gone and you are kind of having to, to reboot and start with a new roster. Oh, no question. I mean, you have to, in junior college, you're flipping the team every year. It's, it's at least half your team's new every year. And, and you know, I mean, you, you're having to sign 2025, you know, 30 guys, bring in 30 guys a year. So it's, uh, it's that part of it's challenging. Uh, you know, I, I like what we, what we were able to do this year. I mean, we brought in six, uh, six division one transfer guys that I think will all play different roles and, and, and possibly be able to help us in a lot of different ways. We've got six junior college transfers that we like, uh, that, that, uh, that again, we think can, can help, help us provide some experience and some, 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 uh, some, some maturity out there on the field. And then we have 13 freshmen that we, you know, I mean, that we brought in and, you know, uh, a good majority of those guys are, are scholarship guys that we felt very strongly about. And so far they've been uh, nuts, but uh, really, really encouraging to see what they've been able to do on the field.
So I know that NIL wise and all the things you have to navigate, you, you have to, to, to maybe find what your focus can be in the exact moment for you guys. I know a lot of grad transfers, like you mentioned, or, or guys who are senior, you know, seniors or veteran type players. Um, does that also help you maybe smooth the landing a bit for having 13 freshmen when you have some guys that are uh, grizzled old veterans, so to speak, that have been other places and know and know how to how to maybe put a program together. Well, I think it's hard. You know, it's it's difficult any time when you're at this level of play for freshmen just to step in on the field and you know uh, run the show. You know, it's, it's a it's a big step up. Uh, it's different when you're 18 years old. You're different as a player when you're 18 than when you're 22 or 23. And uh, you know, so having some of those. Some of those grad transfers, you know, we got, I think, two grad transfers, three grad transfers in here, and then uh, and then three probably, you know, sophomore, junior transfers that all played last year at the respective schools as well. So those guys will help. The JUCO guys bring in some good experience. And, and uh, you know, uh, for the most part, we got five JUCO, JUCO guys from Texas and one from Oklahoma. And so those guys have all played at a high level of junior college baseball. They've seen good pitching. Uh, they have good experience. They've they faced good hitters, um, and you know so they've had success. But we want to build this program through the freshmen. I mean that's how we're going to build sustained excellence on a year in year out basis. I know that's how we did it in the past, and I I truly believe that that's the way we'll do it in the future. That's our plan. Uh, we will have to bolster our roster every year through the junior colleges, and that's great because we're located in the state of Texas, right in the middle of. Of, of some of the very best in the country and 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 we know all of all the coaches and the people there we can find them we can hunt them up to do that and then we're going to have to also find some of these the division one transfers throughout the year but you know i, I don't want to build this thing through transfer portal i just thought i think it's going to be tough to build sustained excellence from that you know um especially if you're just getting a uh, a guy for one year, you know, a grad transfer, that's what you're getting him for is just one year, and then you lose him again, you're refilling that spot. And so um, we're going to have to build this thing through the freshman, and that's what we're working at doing and recruiting as hard as we can, and it's, uh, it's been going well. How disciplined do you have to be when it comes to the transfer portal? Because you do really, like you said, you have to thread a needle a lot of times. Uh, in, in, unless you're in a situation where some teams are like, look, you, you need, we need to fill four spots. We got to get four guys. But when you're trying to build a roster and build it well, you have to, you can't just go, Oh, we need a relief pitcher. This guy's a relief pitcher. Well, that's right. And you, you know, I mean, we, thankfully the technology that's out there, we can get great video on virtually everybody in the country. We can see these guys compete. We got great stats and, you know, information on them. We can track down some pro scouts that have seen them and know all these things, but, you know, I mean, the, the world, seriously, the world in college baseball is nuts uh, with the transfer portal. And, you know, I think we're the only sport in the country where we send our players off to go play in summer leagues all around the country with players from every other Tom, Dick, and Harry school in the, in the, in the nation. You know, I mean, uh, you know, our, our guys are then playing with other people all, all, over the, all over the place. And what ends up happening at a lot of these summer leagues is that your players get recruited right off your team um you know i mean there's there's tampering going on crazy throughout college baseball and so you've got to have really great relationships with your players and do that and and we feel strongly about what we've been able to do um you know to keep them but the transfer portal is is absolutely a mess and 
and many colleges, uh, you know, I mean, it's funny, they'll sign a kid in November and then uh, come July, right before the kid's supposed to show up for his freshman year of school, they're calling him and telling him, hey, they no longer have a spot for him. And, uh, you know, while the kid could probably go ahead and go to school there and get his scholarship money, he's, he's already been told by the coaches that he's not wanted there. Who wants to go do that? So what the kid does, is he goes, he jumps in and he, he finds another place. And so this world of college athletics, the way that it's being run right now, um, in Division One baseball, it's, it's 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 pretty perturbing, you know. I mean, it's it's just not it's just not doesn't have a whole lot of integrity to it, and that's a that's a shame because we need we're supposed to be leading these kids, but I think the, a lot of the places and a lot of the schools are going crazy on the on, on the ways they're going about their business. Well, and and you guys are the only sport that's really ever done that of sending your kids away to play with other. I mean, there's not. Football doesn't do that. You know, basketball doesn't really do that. I mean, there's like Olympic teams and that. But once you're a college athlete in those sports, you don't. Like baseball, you send them off to the Cape Cod Summer League. And you would think there would be some sort of, of like code of like the that should be off limits because you've been doing that forever anyway. But, yeah, I didn't even sure. think about that. But you're the only sport that's like, all right, guys, have fun in the Cape. You know, and and well, then, yeah, you send you send your guys to the Cape or Alaska or the Kansas Jayhawk League or you know the 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 leagues in the Midwest and and uh, and guys are going off and playing summer baseball and and you know all that ends up happening is one coach one coach calls his player and says, hey, is there anybody there that's any good? Do you guys like? Yeah, this guy. Well, he fits. He fits. We're looking for that kind of a player. You know, see if he has any interest in transferring. And that's what's going on, and it's as it's as shameful as it can be. Um, and and then you know when you, I think the transfer portal was a great idea. I think it was started with really good intentions. I think it's gone haywire. I think NIL was started with really good intentions, and I think it's gone a little haywire. And when you combine the transfer portal with NIL, uh, it it makes this a really really crazy time to be trying to put together a roster and believe in in, in what you have, uh, you know, from day to day. So what is for, for you fall practice? Like now that you're underway, like, do you get a spring in your step about, you know, hearing the, the leather pop and all that? Oh, no question. I mean, we're excited to get out there. You know, I mean, we're, we're going to, we're inter squatting four times a week. I mean, we're trying to make these games as game like as we can, uh, you know, putting pressure on our defense and on our pitchers, uh, you know, having our having our hitters face live game gave AABs and in executing situations, and you know we're really finding out who can compete, who's got the skills that's right, ready to help us win right now. That's that's the whole purpose of it is to figure out you know uh, how can we get our best guys on the field the most. What do we happen? Who's ready to help at this level? Um, and you know everybody's in different spots. I mean, some guys takes a little time and. And some guys, uh, you know, some guys uh, just need just need a, a year of seasoning before they really hit their hit their their stride. I look back throughout the, the course of my time here previously, and you know, a guy like Reed Breeze, my goodness, Reed Breeze was was a walk on from Austin Westlake, and you know, he he didn't he he redshirted his freshman year and and then started started working, probably didn't play a whole lot of his freshman his, his redshirt freshman year, but by the time he left as a fifth year senior, he, he led the Big Twelve conference in hitting. Well that's called player development. And that's what that's what we've always excelled at and that's what we're going to continue to excel at. Um, 
I think the key for us is to continue to recruit kids that love Baylor, that love our love our school, love the uh, love the atmosphere, that they like our coaches, that they feel comfortable that our coaches are developing them as players. And for us as coaches, that's that's what we've got to do. We've got to continue to build relationships. Uh, we've got to keep growing these young men. And uh, so that's where we're at. But yeah, the, the the pep of the step, no question. We're excited to be back out on the field and and. Uh, you know, because in our off-season time, we only get eight hours a week, and only four hours of that per week can be on baseball stuff. So, you know, you're pretty limited as to what you can do with them. Um, these guys are here to get developed, and we're here to try and help develop them. And sometimes you feel like you're 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 a little hamstrung in being able to do that just by following the rules. Baylor baseball coach Mitch Thompson with us here, Sigum365.com and 365 Sports. Mitch, thank you so much. Always a pleasure talking to you. 